1: Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For IMR insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imr.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland
0: made. We're back. We've been asking you to uh, today. Who was your favourite sports star back in the day? And Daryl, who's a wonderful contributor, a youngster, uh, had the poster on the wall of uh, Graham Langlands in his kangaroo outfit, wearing his brand new Adidas boots, place kicking an upright yellow leather ball. The poster was in an edition of Rugby League World magazine. Believe it or not, he still got it fifty years later. Man. Still in
2: that same bedroom. He's just not in it, by the sound of it. He's
0: he's upgraded. We're going to Warwick.
2: Those Adidas boots were good.
0: They had a big, big night at Warwick last night. Did they? Raising money for those affected by the floods. And you know who was part of it? Cameron Smith. So, Cam, are you out? there? Is a little chilly on the downs this morning.
1: Uh, Morning, boys. It is... Frosty out <laughs> here on the uh, the Darling Downs uh, region. Um, we got a little bit of rain too, so um, hopefully that doesn't affect the uh, the street parade that the boys are involved in. Oh, I don't think it will. Uh, we had a great turnout last night um, down at the footy club, so um, yeah, it was wonderful. It was actually it was good. I, I was lucky enough to be a part of some of these regional tours, fellas, um, yeah. as a player, um, and it's just a it's a nice little reminder to the current players about. Um, you know those who they're representing um you know this this area this region has been affected um you know of late you know quite hard with with the floods and they've Mm. gone through some drought as well um so but it's just a little reminder about you know the resilience that we share as queenslanders um and and they're going to need every every bit of that resilience that the people out here show next one next wednesday night so it's been really enjoyable so far but um yeah, we've got a street parade coming up in about forty five minutes and the boys will walk walk through the main main part of town um, down the down to the uh, the footy club and um, the Warwick Cowboys during the footy Club and we'll go to a training session down there in front
2: of all the locals. You can only um, marvel at what that's doing to the young kids, the ki- the country kids there as we all re- mm. re- remember in Queensland. You've got an incredible array of talent. Uh, that was probably on deck last night. Did Anyone, you know, in the speaking, you um, know, uh, field, did anyone excel? <laughs>
1: well, it, well, it was only, there was only four of us that went up, so it was um, it was uh, obviously the coach Billy. Um, he went up with the, with the skipper, Daly Cherry Evans, and then it was myself and Harry that went up on stage. Um, nice, hosted by the great uh, the great um, Peter Basoldus. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it was good. We had a little bit of fun, a few little jokes, which the crowd enjoyed. So,
2: uh, yeah, it was a good night, Heels. Fantastic.
0: Now, we've just had Luke Hodge, as he does. He precedes you uh, on Wednesday mornings. We're talking about tribunal appearances, etc. as far as the <laughs> AFL goes. And yeah. He, he, was... he,
1: he, he, he occupied those rooms frequently. I <laughs> had <laughs> a single <laughs> bed. <laughs> well, you're, you're a,
0: you're, you're a Hawkeye supporter, aren't you?
1: Yes, I am mate, tragic Hawkey supporter. I love watching Hodgey <laughs> play, but yeah, he could he could find a uh he could find a report on himself well, each had... week. But no, nah, that yeah, you know what, that's what made him so good though. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well he went nineteen times. He said it but he said a lot of it were just love taps, really. He <laughs> said so yeah. he only yeah. got ten yeah. weeks in total, which is not bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's all right for a bloke play- that played over 15 years of footy
0: but he said he was he was bribed by his darling wife that he could have a crunchy when he came home from from footy if he behaved himself on the field that day <laughs>
2: that week didn't get reported that week
0: <laughs> if he didn't get reported was there any ever, ever any incentives for you <laughs> uh no
1: there was never any chockies involved i must admit that um <laughs> no, no never any incentives i I can, now. Now I'm thinking back to it. He, he did look like he was carrying a little bit of extra weight
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said you'd say that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, gee, no, oh, no. I actually, although I'm a, I'm a bit of a, um, a sucker for a crunchy. I love a crunchy, but no, there was never any chockies. Um, Used as bribes, not to get in trouble. What I, about
2: um, what about your worst? Appearance? Yeah, nineteen times, did you say? Yeah, nineteen times. It, it's sort of uh, little stuff, mainly uh, finable yeah. infringements. It gave him. It yeah. sort of threw up about ten weeks suspensions total. Yeah. Okay. What about you your go. worst? You know, uh, there's one that stands in my mind. Um, you know, mm-hmm. how did do- you <laughs> handle your worst one, mate? Yeah, well, that was um, so
1: that was 2008. So we we finished first. Mm-hmm um and we had to play the warriors in the first semi final and that was back when the semi final system was 1v8 fellas yes we got beaten so we had to come up to brisbane and if you can if you can take yourself back to that final it was one of the epic sort of finals matches in, in the modern game and um anyway we came away with a victory but I was I was put on report um, for a tackle i made on one of my my, sort of my former teammates and good mates semi friday so I fronted up to the, they charged me um, with this tackle and um, I was going to, I was facing two-week suspension. So that meant the prelim and possibly the grand final if we went through. Yes. So um, yeah, I went down to Sydney to fight it. Um, thought we had a pretty good case. Thought we had um, offered up a pretty good defence. And then I think I think we, uh, it took them about three minutes to decide that uh, <laughs> that I was guilty. So they they, <clears throat> they looked into it really deeply. Um <laughs> but yeah, I, I I uh I I got suspended for the um for the prelim against the yeah. Sharkies and then <clears throat> and then the following week the grand final against Manly, which um which we ended up losing. So that, that wasn't that wasn't a good fortnight for myself. No. Um probably wasn't overly easy to live with but um mm. yeah, got past it. We got we got through it and, and yeah, moved on. Hey on the
0: news front from the team, we've heard that Cameron Munster is not with you. Uh, do we assume that he's down here getting you know, intensive rehab on that shoulder?
1: No. he So he travelled, instead of coming up to Warwick yesterday, boys, he went back to St. Drew Cove um, just to receive a bit more treatment on that shoulder mm-hmm. um, just so he was ready to go for the session today. So he, he's actually on his way up as we speak. He's travelling up with um, our, our physiotherapist um, as well as a couple of our other staff members that were down at Century Cove last night. Um but no he he, he will be training today boys. He's he is fit and ready to go.
2: Yeah, oh, excellent.
1: A,
0: there's the breaking news.
2: Thank and you for that. I, I guess someone who's definitely ready to go and uh and he's always been fit this season. Tommy Gilbert, how's he been slotting in?
1: Yeah. Oh he's been he's been great heels and um it's it was actually lovely to to um, you know see him come into camp and we know how much it meant to him. We've probably seen the reports. Everyone's seen the reports now. When Billy spoke about when he when he first called Tom yep. um, and broke the news to him that he's going to be representing Queensland, and sort of you know he's, he was quite emotional about that. But um, yeah, look, he, he's been great. He's a pretty quiet young fella, um, but. You know, some of the things he's been doing on the footy field. Um, it's it's a great reward for him to be able to you know pull on the maroon jersey in at the side at Suncorp Stadium next week. It's really looking forward to watching him play. He's coming out of a cowboy system that they're really confident at the moment, and he's um, he's a he's the type of guy. Look, he's not a Reuben Cotter, but he's a very similar style in which he plays. Where you know he's got a great league speed. Um, he does a lot of the little defensive plays really well. Um, and when he gets his opportunity, I'd like to think that he's going to be out there putting a fair bit of pressure on their their key players. Um, whether you know they're they're running the football, looking to pass, or even when they're looking to kick,
2: yep.
1: he's going to be one of our main men that's going to go out there and put some put some heat on those boys.
0: Hey, it's uh, 8.12, Cameron Smith, as he is uh, on every Wednesday as our very special guest here on Breakfast with Pat and Heels. Uh, If if you've got a question for Cam, Brighton Homes open line 131355 is open or the Becker Watt Lawyers text line 0467 736 736. Hey, we will talk about how you're going to win this decider uh, shortly, but can you give me just a little insight because it's fascinating. Uh, Was it the Monday night function that you had that was pretty much a closed shop inside... Suncorp Stadium, families, mm. some of the greats, I mean, as, as you know, we did that, that wonderful segment on the news, uh, Good, Bad, Ugly, which I know you'd be riveted to each week with, uh, Webby, <laughs> with Webby and Gilly, uh, but they were yep. both obviously in the studios yesterday on Mount Coother and th- they were both in raptures about, you know, both of them got a chance to present jerseys um, and... and, and the, the families were there and it was just something that Billy and uh, no doubt you as, as you know one of the assistants mm. helped put together and said it was just a great night
1: yeah it, it was um, Pat it was quite an intimate sort of setting um, we were hoping to have a, a meal out on the field but it was it was um, the weather sort of held us back from that um, so it was a bit wet I don't think the groundsman was too keen to sort of get <laughs> 50 people out on, on the Suncorp turf coming up to such a big game but um, no, but we had uh, Billy organise some um, some of the uh, um, fogs to come in. The former Origin greats, Gilly was there as one, Webby was one, Lockie was there, Justin Hodges, Dallas Johnson, Michael Crocker, uh, David Shillington, just to name a few. Mm. Um, and they 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 each presented um, you know our, our entire squad of twenty two players you know, their jersey for game three, um, and Tommy Gilbert's. Um, family were there as well to present him his his very first Origin jersey. So it was a really um, nice moment for all those players um, and, and to sit down and, and be able to interact with guys that have been there before and been in the position that these guys are in now, coming into such a, a huge match um, and and just you know talking about their experiences of, of how they prepared, how they played, how those deciders went for them um, and you know, just giving them the current boys a little bit of an insight into what they're going to face next Wednesday.
2: It's a nerve wracking experience that isn't it for a former player to go in and until you <laughs> you've got to get them going, you've got to question them into their content and then off they go, don't yeah. they? They roll on after that.
1: Yeah, they do. And mate, I, I, I think he it was, it was just a nice experience for um, a lot of these current players where, you know, a lot of them, like, they're so young. Like, there's there's a couple of guys born in 2003, and that's when I made my debut, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's making it's making me feel a little bit old. But just being able to watch, uh, oh, sorry, you know, talk to guys like um, Shane Webke, who was just such a fantastic player for the Maroons. Um, you know, Dallas Johnson, Michael Cogger, you know, when they're sitting down with our current forward pack, you know, they're sort of, you you, you see how inspired they get. Just sitting there listening to them, watching them, um <clears throat> talking about stories of, of their experience at Origin. And um yeah, I think they walked away feeling a little bit, you know, taller, stronger, more confident in themselves. I bet. Yeah, I bet
0: Paddy Carrigan is. said uh his was presented by Matty Scott. I mean, there's one tough Queensland. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. he did. Matty Scott was down he, <clears throat> he presented a couple of jerseys, which was great. Um, old Thumper Scott, but <laughs> Um, he he was yeah he was part of a, a side that, that he come in in 2006, um, Paddy when you know, there was a lot of pressure on the Maroons, and you know maybe maybe this team's feeling a little bit of pressure as well to get out there and win this one. But um, there was no better person to talk to, particularly for our young forwards. And you mentioned Paddy Carrigan, who's been fantastic in the first two games just to talk to Matty Scott and talk to him about, that, you know, that, that first year that he had in Origin and the expectation around him going out and playing well. And I reckon, uh, yeah, we, we walked away. And I've just seen a little bit of a sparkle in the boys' eyes, even though all being early in, in the camp. I think, um, yeah, I think they're, they're sort of, they're feeling good about themselves at the moment. They're up and about, which we
2: need them to be. Yeah, they're part of something very big. I'm sure they're feeling that. Um, there was a lot of gratitude regarding selections by Papali'i and uh, Gagai, do you expect them to improve or to be a little more convincing?
1: Yeah, well, I think. Um, uh, in, well, game two, you know, Josh Papali, he didn't really get too much time um, or too many opportunities out there, and I actually thought, you know, for his for his you know, two stints, he um, he actually looked quite good, and um, <clears throat> so you know he most certainly need to come back. He's our enforcer. He, he starts our halves for us and, and gets things rolling. You just need to go back to game one, boys, with his, the first, the very first carry of the game when he charged back into the New South Wales line. and He knocked Isaiah. Well, he pretty much knocked him out. I don't know how he stayed on the field, but he knocked him out, which was great. That's what we need from our, our starting props. Um, so, you know, we, we just need the similar <clears throat> efforts from, from Josh this time around. And gags too. Well, you know what? I think the thing with Billy was, and discussing who he was thinking for game three, you know, at times you're quick to forget, you know, the efforts of, of some of these players. Now, Dane Gaggle has been doing it for quite some yeah. time. Um, and, you know, in game two, was he a little bit off? Of course he was. But, you know, he wasn't the Lone Ranger. There, you know, there, there was. A few players that that weren't at their best over in Perth, and that's all it takes is a few players to be off, and and um, know, be things on. become a bit more di- yeah, things become a bit more difficult. So, um, yeah, you know, the the coaches have the belief in, in Dane um, that he can go out there and, and play his best game of football, and he's going to need to. We're going to need not just Dane, but every all seventeen players come next Wednesday night. They're going to have to be at their best for us to have a chance of, of taking the shield back off New South Wales. Um, you know, and, but the, the good thing about it, boys, is that <clears throat> there's a strong belief within the squad, you know, through the coaching group, through the support staff and all the players, that we can do that. We just need to be at our best.
0: Yep. It's 8.19 here on Breakfast with Patton Hills Camp Smith, our special guest through till 8.30. We're going to uh, quickly get to a break and uh, we'll be back to discuss a little bit more about this Origin Decider that is just a week away. It was back to earth uh, with a thump in that second one, 44-12. A uh, couple of crucial calls, I thought, just before half time. But we, we no, loose, no point in crying over Spilt Milk. What's happened has happened. I see Paddy Carrigan pretty honest, Cameron, uh, dissecting things. He said, I know the back three were put under pressure, but he said we also didn't put enough pressure on their kicks and uh, we got controlled around mm-hmm. the ruck.
1: Yeah, that's that's right, and um, it's the great thing about our, our team at the moment, boys, is that they're they're pretty honest with with their own performances, and um, you know the coaches gave them a little bit of feedback um, straight after the match over in Perth, uh, and then again on, on Monday. Um, but the great thing about all the players in here at the moment, they you know they give us their own feedback also, and it pretty, the great thing about it was that it aligned with you know, the thoughts that the coaches had. So it's always good when the coaches and the players are on the same page and they know the areas that we weren't so good at. And and Patty was right. In in particular we didn't uh, we didn't help out our, our back three overly with um the work around, you know, putting pressure on kickers and, and but to be fair, you know, they, they were a bit they had a bit more of a plan this time around, um, New South Wales in, in where they positioned their kickers, in particular Nathan Cleary, and, and they did a whole lot of work on on getting guys in and around the play the ball to try and make it hard for our guys coming out to make uh, put some kick pressure on. So um, we've we've seen that we've we've made the players aware of that, and we've come up with a couple of things that we think we can get around that and get out and put put pressure on Cleary like they did so well in game one. Um, you know, any time no. that. He was—he had the football, or he was around the football. Um, he was—the was, boys took time and space off him, which you need to do against the good players. Um, so that—that's everyone's role, though. It's—it's it's not just you know the middle forwards. Um, it's the edge players. It's our outside backs, um, and and the back three, making sure that you know when the ball comes down to them that they they can catch it. We did—we just, just piled up a whole lot of pressure on ourselves, and and. Um, for the majority of the game, if you, if you can think back to game two. Um, I don't think there was a whole lot of football played down New South Wales then. No. It was all down our end. So we defended in our own half. We were, we were trying to carry the ball out of our own half, which I think was, um, you, when you look at the, the final scoreline, that was a direct result of the amount of hard work that we had to do. Um, New South Wales enjoyed a lot of good field position. They had the majority of um, the footy, I think they had 60% of the football. Um, so that, that's a lot. When you have a 60 40 split, that's a lot in, in any formatted game, let alone state of origin. So the one, the one thing we took out of it was that we've got a really hard working footy side um, and we've got a team that's that's resilient. Um, we just need to play a lot smarter, which uh, I think we're going to do in
2: Game Three. Well, surely you won't be as fatigued with the work you had to do. My goodness, um, no. those those blockers, those Nathan Cleary blockers. You put Junior mm. Paulo next to the play the ball, and he's <laughs> been taking a little sneaky step left <laughs> or right. That, that, yeah. that, they're not allowed to do that. Surely they've got to stay still.
1: Now, if you think back to um, boys, if you think back to last year when uh, and. and Wayne Bennett, the great coach, he he made a point of this to the NRL when South was coming up against Penrith in the grand final. Correct, yes. About those, about about those, um, about those blockers, um, and and how they're illegal. So I'm not too sure if the, if the referees or <clears throat> the NRL have have seen that from game two. But the thing we got to do, boys, is we just got to control our effort and just we got to make sure that we're we're trying to get out and. And get amongst you know Nathan Cleary Jerome le and particularly Matt Burton um, who put up one of the biggest kicks I've ever seen in my
2: life
1: <laughs> in two. It, it disappeared out of the television screen. that's how big it was for so, a while um, too <laughs> yeah it, it was gone um it, it almost went higher than the roof over in uh over <laughs> off the stadium in, in Perth so yeah if he, if he's coming in field looking for a kick. Uh, there needs to be a Maroon jersey getting out to him pretty quickly. Yeah, guy,
2: an exciting unknown for you might be um, Jeremiah and I starting.
1: Yeah, it is, and and really happy for for Jeremiah to get a, a starting jersey. Um, he, geez, yeah, he was so good last week for the Cowboys. If he can come up with a with a performance like that, yeah. um, that's going to be so good for for Queensland. Um, yeah, so he, he takes a starting spot on that right side. Which has been occupied by Fleece Kafusi. Unfortunately, um, Fleece's you know father quite ill at the moment over in the United States. So we wish him and his family all the very best. But um, I, I think the great thing about Fleece was that you know he was pretty honest with, with Billy um, and and just said straight away, look, you know I'm in no position to, to be coming home, and I don't want you to sort of leave a position vacant for me um, to see what happens. You know, I, want, I want the boys to have the best preparation they can can have. Um, so I think it'll be smart just to leave me out of this squad um, and, and let the boys get on with their preparation. Which yeah. is, yeah, that's a that's a that's a, a very selfless thing to do. Um, but you know, obviously, big picture, there's a there's a lot more important things going on
2: for Lisa at the moment.
0: Exactly right, Cam. Hey, we've run out of time. Really appreciate your time. We, the next time we speak, it will be match day. Uh, enjoy the day at oh, Warwick. You're doing great yeah. things.
2: Good luck, mate. Excellent. Yeah,
1: good. good on you, boys. Thank you.
0: Cam Smith joining us here on Breakfast with Patton and Healds and SENQ. It is time for the news with Vanessa.
2: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.